Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams and thank you for joining us on the broadcast at WJMM 99.1 or on the podcast at WJMM.com. You can go to the podcast tab and the Love and Lordship links. You will find today's and the two previous days messages there, but you can also find all of the videos and podcasts, whichever you like, at Vimeo.com forward slash Love and Lordship. That's the videos, Vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship and the podcast are at love and lordship dot podbean dot com. Um, you can also go to our website and find much more www.loveandlordship.com and you can email me at love and lordship at gmail.com. Uh, love to have you engage with us. We'd love to talk with you. Love to hear your questions, your comments, and maybe even have you on the show at some point in time. We're going to continue with what we started yesterday, and yesterday's program was talking about the one another's uh, and, and, and the one another's that are embodied in nearly uh, all, the, all the one another's in Scripture. And we said we were going to do it in two main ones. And yesterday's was love one another. And today we take a look at probably the second most inclusive one, which is serve one another. Remember, there's actually about 44, there's give or take some, about 44, We most of them, the rest of the gathered, we can find them in our love and our service to others. But remember, we don't want to do this out of a heart of the flesh. We want to make sure that we're doing out of an overflow of Jesus Christ in us. You see? So the second one, the one we're going to focus on today, is serve one another. You really can't separate these two not in the kingdom. We can serve many people. I mean, there's groups that do it. And they do a good job, United Way and American Red Cross and UNICEF and others, but that they, they may or may not have anything to do with Jesus Christ. So we got to go deeper than that when we're talking about the one another's of Scripture because it has to begin with our relationship with Him and then become an overflow of that relationship in our relationship with others. So let's take a look at several Scriptures that talk about serving or some form of that, serving one another. Galatians 5.13, Paul says, You, my brothers and sisters, are, were called to be free. Do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. There's a lot in those words right there. He says in Ephesians 4.2, Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Put these together and understand what it means to love one another and serve one another. Humbly in love, bearing with one another. I, that's not going to always be easy. Here's a foundation for all relationships that falls into this serve one another category and love one another as well. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You've heard that before, right? That's really the foundation of the love and lordship and the, uh, the authority of love message. If we're going to really love one another, we have to first learn to love Christ and submit to him. So how do we do that? Well, Paul says in Philippians 2 that we should have the attitude that was in Christ Jesus and says it this way, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. He goes on later in that text and says that attitude is humility. Isn't that interesting that in this idea of loving one another and now serving one another, that word humility comes up over and over again. And remember, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking soberly of self. Do you know who you are in Christ, the measure of faith that you've been given and that you're growing in so that you can choose to place others above you? 
Colossians 3.16, the Apostle Paul and the Holy Spirit says it this way. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, or the word of God dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. You mean we have to get along with each other and sing about it with gratitude? Yeah, that's part of the gathering of the body. That's not our only worship. That should be an overflow of worship out of which we have served and loved one another. He says to the church in Thessalonians in chapter, first, first letter, chapter 4, verse 18, Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And he's talking about Christ's second coming, that we need to be ready for it. Boy, do we ever need to be ready now. In chapter 5, verse 11, he says it again. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. My question to us as the church and as the body of Christ and as disciples, are we? I think we are, and I believe we're going to continue to do so. But we've got to remain in the Word and in prayer, as we talked about earlier this week. That's my prayer, and I hope it's yours as well, for the sake of Christ's name and for His body, the church, for us and for all believers. Writer of Hebrews says it this way, one of the one another's, Hebrews 3.13, But encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Isn't it interesting? That one of the serving of one another's is to encourage one another so we'll be strengthened against sin and the deceitfulness of it. It goes on in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. This is powerful not only for us as individual disciples, but as the body. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Come on, come on. Not giving up meeting together. we got to be together. we got to do this in one another, as this ha- some are in the habit of doing. But encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day, judgment day, Christ's return approaching. Peter, the apostle, said in his first letter, verse, chapter 4, verse 9, Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Yikes. <laughs> wow. Okay, and then he says on the next chapter, chapter 5, verse 5, all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. You see, now, as we talked about before on this show and this message and these programs, these are not, in Scripture, they would have been understood and they need to be understood today. These are not options or suggestions. They're also not demands. They're commands from a loving God as the best way to live for his disciples and his church to live out what Christ has put in us by his grace and spirit in line with his word. Maybe this is what that looks like and it should begin and be most prevalent and obvious in our homes and families and in his family, the church. Let's make sure that it stays obvious in and through our lives and prevalent and grows in our homes and with each other in Christ's church and beyond. Yeah, one day we will live in a perfect world, but until that, we live in an imperfect world. We have our ups and downs, our struggles and our successes, our triumphs and our tragedies. Just look around at lives, relationships, communities, culture, the nation, the world. But aren't we the ones that are already part of the new kingdom, of Christ's kingdom? Aren't we by His Spirit to do it differently? One day we will see why each of these one another's makes such a difference by Christ in and through us.
in faith we live out now, today, and each day as his body so we can let the world see a little bit more of what that future day may look like. We must, as this is how he ordered and ordained it to be, we must, because this is how he ordered it. This is how he created it. His love through us. We're the vessels. We're the venues. We're the disciples. We're the sons and daughters. There is no other person but Christ that can do that in and through us. There's no other way. Love one another. Serve one another. And do to do that, we're going to have to often forgive one another. I close with this. Paul said in his letters to Colossae and Ephesus, listen to these. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive just like the Lord forgave you, Colossians 3, 13. And in the letter to the church at Ephesus in chapter 4, verse 32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. How are you, how are we doing when it comes to loving one another, we talked about that yesterday, to serving one another, we carried it on to today. What do we need to do differently? How about in your home, in your marriage, in your family? Now, please don't hear me saying, just sign up for a class or a service or whatever, or, or pay it forward or read your Bible or pray. All those are very good things. Please hear me say this. If you don't understand that this requires Christ in your heart, all of these commands were given to believers who could only follow through because of Christ in them. And that same thing is true for you and me. A heart made new by him. That's what I want you to hear. Make sure that your first step is to know Jesus as Savior. Then your focus, your commitment to love and serve him as he did for each of us so that we can then love and serve others. Listen to this. Listen carefully. You will have to sacrifice without expecting anything in return. You may get something, but you may not. You will have to die to yourself every single day. You'll mess it up from time to time. It will cost you everything, but you will have already gained so much more. You can only do this, truly do this, when Christ has become first and his spirit is in control of every day every moment, even every motive of your life. And by the way, that's a lifelong process that we will see the fruits of one day, that day. Don't you want to know that? Don't you want others to know that? Let's love and serve and forgive and bear with one another and let others see Christ in us always. And we must, as Christ's fathers, each do our part and do it together. Thomas Jefferson gave his daughter Martha the following to inscribe on his tombstone. Now, he had his problems. We know that. None of us are perfect. But the, the principle here is good. Thomas Jefferson, author of the Declaration of Independence, of the Statute of Virginia for Religious Freedom and father of the University of Gen Virginia. She asked why he didn't include Governor of Virginia, member of Congress, ambassador to France, secretary of state, vice president of the United States under John Adams, two times the president of the United States. And here was his reply. The things not on my inscription are the things people did for me. The things on my tombstone are those things I did for the people. Someone asked, 
what he wanted most of life, out of life. And his reply, a life of service. Mother Teresa said it simply, as you can and very much will find it's in line with God's word. The good you do today may soon be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have and it will never be enough. Give the best you have anyway. In the end, it's between you and God. It has never been between you and them anyway. I'm going to ask something I've asked numerous times once again. I'm going to ask the same thing I asked yesterday. How many of you were born selfless? How many of you were born selfish? Folks, we can only do this when we come to know Christ and die to self. The old person has to die. Oh, we'll do some service. We'll make it look good. But the only way we can really do this is be intentional with one another to love as Christ did and as he commanded us to do. I'm going to ask you again, find a tangible way each day to show your love for someone in your sphere of influence, spouse, children, family member, church, family, co-worker, friend, acquaintance, even maybe an enemy. And then be sure to follow through with that act of love. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the ambulance in the valley and build on that. Don't forget you can find our book, The Authority of Love on Amazon. It's second edition, S-E-C-O-N-D, spell that out. Several have asked, so you can give to our ministry if the Lord leads. You can give at uh, loveandlordship.com. There's a give tab in the upper right. You can also go to Cash App and, and f- search for Love and Lordship and give there. You can also mail it in, Love and Lordship, to 324 Timothy Drive, Nicholasville, Kentucky, 40356. Stay tuned for Bill Research Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.